Don't miss Memphis Wrestling Live next Sunday, February 18th. Don't miss our three-year anniversary Blockbuster Super Bout 3 featuring The Gun Show versus Cruel one-on-one. Plus, special guests, ECW legends Tommy Dreamer and Rhino. Reserve your seat today. Saturday, February 24th, Memphis Wrestling returns to Strayhorn, Mississippi for another huge fundraiser benefiting the Strayhorn Band. Get your tickets in advance and save $2. Sunday, March 3rd, is our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch AEW Revolution with us. It's free. Plus, you'll get a free power card. That's Dave & Buster's in Memphis. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at memphiswrestling.tv. This episode is sponsored by Chiropractic Health Center, your trusted partner in wellness, right here in Jonesboro and Newport, Arkansas. At Chiropractic Health Center, we believe in the power of natural healing and the importance of a healthy spine for overall well-being. Life can be hectic and stress can take a toll on our bodies. If you're experiencing back pain, headaches, or just feeling out of alignment, It's time to make a positive change. Step into Chiropractic Health Center, where our experienced and caring team of chiropractors is dedicated to helping you achieve optimal health. We specialize in personalized chiropractic care and acupuncture tailored to meet your unique needs. Call 870-523-2225 to make an appointment today. Just a quick reminder, subscribe for $5, $7, or $10 at www.patreon.com slash shooting the shiznit without a G. That's right, shooting the shiznit without a G. This episode is also brought to you by Spunk Loop. Dot com. Remember when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. This episode is also brought to you by Bear. Eat better, live better. These guys are the best meal prep company in Northeast Arkansas. So get 15% off with our code STSPODCLUB at bear870.com. That's 15% off. Use our code STSPODCLUB at bear870.com. Trust Bear for your meal prep needs in Northeast Arkansas. Eat better, live better. Bear. We can all help prevent suicide. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress and also prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255. 
hey, hey, we're live from 304 Studios in Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is an stspod.club production. Hey, guys, welcome to our first annual halftime show. Halftime show. So if you're watching a football game, this started as soon as the halftime show on the big game started. This is a segment that we do Every time Lance and I record an episode together, we do a segment called Halftime. I've taken all of the halftime segments and I've put them together for you for a halftime show. Please sit back and enjoy Halftime. All right, all right. We're halftime. New segment on going to halftime. any any shows we do together. Uh, just some updates on stuff. We sometimes talk about things, and then all of a sudden we don't say another word about them. Uh, I just want everyone to know that we will be doing the former picks in Patreon. And the one thing I want to talk about was that I went to the con, the nerd con, nerds assemble. Uh, Nerds Assemble was the name of it. Uh, I just called it NerdCon. I saw a lot of wrestling fans, uh, not as many wrestling fans, as, uh, and I sent you pictures of some mm-hmm. people that were there. Uh, great Power Ranger. That Power Ranger was top-notch. Uh, fun, fun, fun show, man. It, uh, my uh, middle child sold tons of stuff. Uh, we, we got uh, – to talk to some, yeah, Furby, Furby, we got to talk to some people. Here's who everybody mentioned – that I talked to two people, believe it or not, every rest, not every one of them, but the two people that were over and the first one's not going to surprise you. Cody Rhodes. I said, who's your favorite? Cody Rhodes. Who do you like? Yeah. I talked to this one guy. He said, we don't watch wrestling that much anymore, but man, I really like Cody Rhodes. And I was, I was a big Undertaker fan. So a lot of people said Undertaker. I don't know why he hasn't been on TV in a how long, but Cody Rhodes was the yeah. name. Uh, I had a girl that I talked to uh, for a little while and she had some things she said that just, I don't know. I, I never really thought of it like that. So we're talking and I say, what do you watch? That was one of my questions that I asked people. And she mm-hmm. said, you know what? I watched the WWE and AEW. Yeah. And uh, so she was a young girl and she liked uh, Jungle Boy. Surprise, surprise. JBJP. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Bat. Yeah. Uh, but I said, why do you watch AEW? And she goes, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we said. And there is a different, you got the different, totally different. Uh, and that's why she liked it. Mm-hmm. Something she did say that that I thought was interesting also was she said the problem with AEW is it's sometimes hard to find. If you don't say you miss it mm-hmm. and you don't record it, then you can't watch it like you can WWE. WWE's mm-hmm. always so easy. You can go to Peacock, you can go to Hulu. Yeah. And, yeah. She, and I was thinking, man, I never thought about that. And then she said, um, and AEW's expensive. 
which we've talked about the $50 price tag. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, $50 for a pay-per-view. I want to watch the pay-per-views. But, you know, she had the lowest tier that you could get on Peacock. And she, mm-hmm. I think she said $4 or $5. Yeah, yeah it's $5 and she, bucks a month. Yeah. And she said, you know, I could watch every WWE pay-per-view for the year. Yeah. For for $4 or $5, and I have to pay yeah. $50 to see. So yeah. I thought that was interesting coming from just a, a casual fan, and they're yeah. watching both both of the products. Uh, but you can see where they're having a hard time finding AEW if they miss it. Yeah. Uh, and so that might be, you know, in the expense. We talked about the expense. That's expensive. Yeah. So yeah. the more they pay-per-views they have, they need to do something. like. And there's all kinds of rumors that they will do something with HBO Max so, yeah. or Max. I'm sorry, I called it HBO. There's, you know, two points of what you just brought up. The if they're, you know, they're teasing going to monthly on the pay-per-views. Yeah, they cannot do fifty dollars or sixty dollars a month and no monthly. There's no way I will drop out. I mean, because right now I'm buying all of them that I don't go to. I mean, right, right, right. Able to go to some of them in Chicago, but the ones that I can't go to and including uh, Wembley, I buy those, but that's because they're generally every three months or so. But if they go monthly, I'm not going to buy everything. I'll have to pick and choose. Um, and then as far as not finding them, what I thought you were going to say that she was talking about is the fact that rampage moves times like so frequently. Well, that too, but think of the idea if you do not have, right. say you have direct TV, right. uh, you, so you're able to set your timer and you're yep. able to record. Yep. What if you don't have yep. a DVR? Right. And you, exactly. you, so Rampage is all over the place. All over. And you miss it. You don't, you know, yep. uh, the one thing if you do, and this is, if you have cable, if you have, you can mm-hmm. watch it on the TNT app uh the next day but mm-hmm. you have to log in with your cable and some people may not know that but you can log in with your cable credentials and mm-hmm. watch it the next day so it, it does come the next day like hulu uh or hulu smackdown didn't come on hulu last night till friday night smackdown mm-hmm. till like nine o'clock i was like what the, what the hell i know but, but you can always go to dave and busters and watch smackdown a week later yeah yeah well i know i i was like what the hell <laughs> Uh, but so. yeah, that was one of those things where uh, I things that fans say that uh, we kind of get in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I had that sound effect. We kind of get <laughs> a vacuum sometimes. Me and you, me and you, and the internet wrestling community, kind of you know, because we don't we don't talk to. I, I'm not I'm not saying this to be a bad thing. We don't talk to real fans. We yeah. do not. We haven't talked to real fans for a long time. Right, right. Uh, and so it's real, real fun. I've already signed up for March. It will be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Con right here in uh, Jonesboro. And we are giving away, they have four wrestlers that are actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I've bought off four of those and given those away. Uh, and then talking to wrestling fans, it's always fun. All right, yeah. that was halftime. Well, halftime. Halftime. Back in the. Time. All right, ready for halftime. Hopefully, we will get. Uh, we'll just keep that on the paper. Halftime. <laughs> I'll play that for the next like Yeah, there we go. Joe All Walsh. right, we're gonna. You're gonna talk about the Breakout Stars episode real we? quick. It's episode seven thirty-eight. Tell us how we did. We talked about it on the Patreon version, but give yeah. everyone an idea of how 
good we have done through so the years. We have been doing the Breakout Stars episodes for five years, low these five years now. And we like to think we're insiders. We're pretty good at this, you know, predicting who are going to be the big stars that are coming up in the next year or so. So statistically, 2022 was a very good year for us. We usually do this around summertime, like around this time, June-ish. You know, we'll usually June, do July, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we landed on doing it in June. We should probably do it's it just at the, the first. Of the year, you but... know, the first year we we started coming up with ideas for yeah. cool kids countdowns, and then now we just keep on keep on rolling on with it. Yeah. Them. So we started it in June uh, 2018. So, but 2022 was one of our best years. We had 80% correct. So we had eight out of 10 of our picks actually broke through and made it through the year. Um, and so then I added up everything that we've done over the years. So we did, we've done it for five years. The first year, I don't know why we did two separate lists. We each did our list of 10. So there were two technically 20 selected in um, 20, 2017. So right. we've, out of all of the 60 people that we've chosen over the years, uh, we have 36 out of 60 we determine have broken through. So that is a 60% hit rate. So way better than a baseball player. Not you bad, know. Not if bad, they're batting not 300, they're, they're doing well. So hey, we Even have when you use people 60, over and over. 60%. I'm glad you're not using old stories like you did the old picks from other from the other breakout stars. Uh, all right, let's get on. Oh, I gotta, we got to end here with half but, what Go back and listen to that breakout stars So here we go. Halftime. All right, we're halftime with Lance Levine. Tell us what we're talking about, Lance. All right, so you wanted to pull out two specific stats about this year's G1. So these are the two that we're going to talk about. Is Naito this year the lowest ranking winner in our rankings? Is he the lowest ranking winner of the G1? So we started doing this in 2017. Right. And I think you were on to something on your theory, my friend. Oh, yeah. When I ranked him, I ranked Naito. Let's go back. Let me look real quick. You had Naito Uh, at 10. 10. So when I I did that, all I could think about, oh, that's a halftime subject right there. Yeah. So I had him at 6. So by, by our grades, we had him, he averaged out at 7th place. So seventh best performer in the G1. So you said, I think that's the lowest we've ever had. And lo and behold, you are correct, my friend. It is the lowest. So in 2017, Naito, actually, ironically, the first year we did this, Naito was the winner then. He finished fifth in our rankings. 2018 was Tanahashi, finished sixth. That was close. So Tanahashi was sixth. 2019 and 2020 was Ibushi, and he was fourth in our rankings both years. So repeat on everything. 2021 was Okada at second place for us, almost the winner. 2022 was also Okada won it, and he was third. This year, Naito is seventh. So, yes, yeah, yeah, the lowest yeah. ranking guy that we've had since we started doing this that won the entire G1. So, good call on that theory. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, with with my ranking, I was like, wait, that don't sound right. So, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, yeah. man. And so, then you're going, you also looked at the five-star matches, did you? Yeah, interesting on the winners, though. Interesting that we've never had the winner as our top guy. The guy who wins. Right, right, right. yeah, has yeah. never been that the is. top guy. Okada was the closest in 2021. All right, so the five-star matches. So you, I believe you were going with this was the lowest we've ever had. I, I think thought it was. I thought, theory. but it 
be so, it might be the year with COVID, but go well, ahead. So what's interesting, I only had my scores. I didn't right, have right. your scores. But yeah, for that's the, what for I wanted. No so deal. the lowest we've had was actually there have been, for me at least personally, five of the seven years we've done it. I've only had one five-star match. And the funny thing is, you always tease me about, you know, the stars and six stars and seven stars and how many stars and everything. In five of the seven years we've done this, I've only had one five-star match each of those years. 2019 was the best year. It had four five-star matches or better. 2018 had three. But otherwise, all of the years, I've only had one five-star yeah, match. For me, this year, it was ELP yeah. and, and Will Ospreay. That was my I'll only I'll have to go back and, and look Oh my, because uh, – that, you know, there is way more than that. I, I yeah, it's and I'm surprised you've if already you, referenced a few, and I haven't given any fives. Well, it if it would have been a young Oscar. bucks in it, you would have gave him a five star or well, se- seven and a half. He's probably given seven and a half. Going back to look at the at the other scores of the other years, 2018, 2019 was obviously when Omega was there, and it was just there was the gold. That was the for me that was the golden age of the G1 was 2018, 2019. So, I have a theory. About the G1, before we get this will be part of our halftime. Mm-hmm. They it really felt like, and, and stick with me through this, it felt like the old school way of booking a show. Now, when you booked a show, you booked uh, the opening match, another match, uh, sometimes a match in between that match and what we called the feature match. So you would have you would have the uh intermission. Go with the feature match, uh, then do uh, the semi-main, get you another quick intermission, and then get the main. So, and the idea, and why I say old school, was that you built it. You started with the opening match should be good, but do not try to do all the spots Mm -hmm. and and slow, you know, a slow match, boom, 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 boom. And it got better as you went. The idea was that the feature match, you might be able to step it up a little bit or the match before the first uh, intermission, step it up a little bit, but you did not want to outshine any of the first matches. It felt so much like that when the last nights of semifinals and everything, mm-hmm. I was like, now this this is all so good. I love the booking. I love everything they did. But then as we started, we didn't have – I think we went four nights before we even had anything over four stars. So yeah. that's the way – that was my theory of it, and that's the way it felt to me. Yep. So, all, all right, right. That, that was halftime. Here we go. Back from commercial and halftime. All right. Halftime, our new segment where we talk about something and usually talk about something from another episode. I'm going to take a turn and we're going to talk a little bit about episode 744. That was the last episode that Lance and I were, we did the G1. And I got some comments from some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
day shout out to David Wolf. He's a longtime friend. Uh, he recently turned 50 years old. He was a subscriber to Wrestling Right, and we had a you're gonna love this. He bought his first tapes from me when he was 15 years old. Wow. And I, he said, you opened a door. I had never seen all this wrestling from other places. It was just a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Shout out to David. David told me to tell you that he's going to use corrosion, and he will give you credit for that. Yeah. Uh, and to tell you, he said, hey. And, and, and in that the same voice in that yeah, same and the wife also voice? yeah okay. the wife told me uh when i headed back to the studio tonight uh or this afternoon here before dynamite uh hey to okay Lance. well that makes uh, sense to her yeah yeah david said uh rewatch nido and osprey really good match he said okay. to tell you you better go and what rewatch okay. so eric and that's with that's e-r-i-k crone he uh, made a comment on Patreon that Finley, not finally, like I like to call him, mm -hmm. and uh, Tonga, Tama Tonga, are both missing something. Three star specialists. And then he just wrote Tazuji. <laughs> I always want to say Tazuji. Suji. So he's in love with Suji, as we know. Oh. Uh, but he doesn't like Tomatonga or Finley. I, I have to disagree on both guys. I know you're not as high on Tama as me, no. uh, but you are. And this I do is like episode, Finley. Yeah, 744, episode 744. And uh, we got two things left. Let's go to the show. That was, oh, I want to tell a story. Uh, I mentioned it just a little bit, but do you, you watch uh, New Japan on the Fire Stick, right? Yes, yes. Last year, I was watching it on uh, my baby girl's Fire Stick, and the remote control went out. I changed batteries. I couldn't get it to sync with the, the Fire Stick, so I threw it across the room uh, and right. then watched the rest of the G1 right here on my computer at the desk. And then when the G1 started this, this year, I started watching it sitting at this desk, and I was like... God, I w in, in in my mind it went. God, I wish I could watch it on TV. And then I was like, oh, I ended up watching it all on uh, almost every bit of it on the Fire Stick. If you yeah. want to get New Japan World, it's the perfect way to watch. Yeah, watch it. it is awesome. It plays very well. There's some. There's always a little glitch. So you got to just know how to get to it. But I, I have. I on the playbacks of the, the matches, I don't have any slowdown, no anything. Yeah, I was going to say, gateway. in this entire G1, I maybe had one buffering the whole time. I didn't have any buffering. So, yeah, a, it was great. Yeah, was yeah. Great. Fun stuff, fun stuff. All right, that was halftime, guys. <laughs> All right, so. here we go. Time for halftime. That's right there. All right. Halftime. I got a quick uh, message you said. You got anything? I got something. Uh, I, one of my uh, friends, Scotty Wentz, who is a, used to be a wrestler, and mm -hmm. he, he messaged me. We talk back and forth on, uh, on Facebook Messenger. We, he sends me talks. We talk about he plays fantasy football with me. Uh, and he sent me a clip. And I, I want to talk to you about how – I guess because there were so many people talking about it. Uh, Penta against uh, Orange Cassidy on Dynamite. 
and they did the Canadian destroyer spot and no one sold it. And I started thinking about that and, and Scotty was, you know, Scotty's old school. I'll just tell you that he believes, you know, it, you don't sell anything. I seen bully Ray say something about it. Uh, I have, you know, I have a weird opinion because I talk about, I talk about this is a new style. You know, I've talked about hybrid style for mm-hmm. the longest time. And I believe this style is something we've seen in other matches for a long time. Like yeah. for Dynamite Kid, mm-hmm. uh, Tiger Mask, you had a bunch of stuff in, in Japan that was just uh, crazy stiff. Uh, you had, uh, and, and, you know, this is the style. This is the way these guys work. And, and, and in my opinion, I've always thought, that I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I thought it was a limited audience. I still believe that. I still believe they will never have as many people watching as WWE mm-hmm. is because WWE does doesn't do that at always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and something I had talked to my buddy uh, Jeff had sent me something and it kept resonating when I was thinking about what Scotty said about this is that they. There's two ways of doing stuff. So let me say, you might not be a fan of it, and I'm not picking on Scotty. Uh, I'm not a fan of everything that AEW does, and I've got, like, I've got kind of tired of it. I told you that WWE, on the last episode, that I like the WWE style now more than I like the AEW style because I've kind of got tired of it. Me and you, and I'll put this in the – we went – 205 Live. I want, uh, go back to an episode. We talked about 205 Live, and we actually, uh, and, and I guess I'm clearing my throat. <clears throat> we actually said if WWE did a show like Dynamite, mm-hmm. that they would be successful with it. Uh, but this is, I told, I told Scotty, I feel it's, it's a PWG style that that just kind of. And luchas like that too. You could do. You could yeah. jump off somebody from five hundred feet, and yeah. the guy pops up. You know, right, right. So, so I, I, what Jeff has said. There's, you know, they do. People do things different. This is yeah. a different way of doing things. It, it just because you don't like it, don't mean it's wrong. Uh, it just means it's a different way. And I think they're, you know, that that's one of the things that will continuously turn off people for AEW because the style is so different. But what, what's your thoughts on not selling a movie? I think that that is a function of, in 2023, the short attention span of a lot of, just in general, let alone wrestling fans. I think it's a short attention span thing. They don't want to watch the selling. They don't. They just want to see move after move after move. So I think that could be part of it. And I think you're right. I think a lot of that came from PWG, like infiltrating the the indies, and then obviously AEW is basically a great big indie, essentially, uh, with a lot more money behind it. So it's fine um, if you do it well, whatever your style is. I'm okay with it. I like when you said. You know, you don't like everything that AEW does. I'm like, so what does that mean? You're objective. You're an actual fan that can actually say something is good and something sucks. You know, I'm like, I like the fact that we can, we're both AEW fans, but we both can be objective about it. And I, I, you know, the fact that we do say positive things about WWE, I'm like, and people look at us like we're lepers or something for that. I'm like, no, we're just fucking objective fans. We know what we like. We know what is good and we know what sucks. You know, I mean dare we say there's something that sucked in AEW, you know, it's happened, believe it or not nation it's happened. 
So, I just, I, I really think that that is one of those things where, you know, if we don't like it or it's not the way they used to do it, yeah. uh, I can say I didn't like that. Like, you know, a right. stampede, uh, the stampede match, uh, a stadium stampede. I got a couple messages. I got one from Dave, David Wolf that said, you know, he didn't like that match either. Right, right. I looked at, uh, I looked at Meltzer's rank, uh, ratings and he really liked it. It's one of those things where there's right now with so much, there's a different styles there that that you if you and we're kind of we're oddballs in the sense that we like both styles, uh, and, and I think I'm tiring of the of the the dynamite style, mm-hmm. and, and with me following Memphis wrestling every week, I I really like, and it's not about Memphis wrestling's never been about the match, uh, and I'm talking old school. It's about the the story. And what mm-hmm. the story does and build of the match and what the matches. And I love the story part uh, that Memphis Wrestling does. And I think AEW, you know, if they could do everybody like they did Orange Cassidy, we mm-hmm. we would never turn Dynamite off. Yeah. I'm yeah. so much. But I think the main thing is, you know, everybody saw that spot and said, that's horrible. They shouldn't do it that way. But I mean, I wouldn't tell two guys to do that. Uh, but that's me. I'm still old school for the part that I want you to sell something. Uh, but it is a new way of doing things. And Scotty came back real quick. It was funny. I said, that's a, he said, is that a style? No. I said, it's a different style. He said, is it a style? No selling. And I said, yeah, it is. That I mean, is the Road Warriors did it 25 years ago, and you yeah, were yeah, okay it's with it. Then, it it looks so bad though when it's so, one of those moves that we. It is just like the DDT's a transitional move yeah, now but, that uh, you know that we see. So, all right, guys, to, that to was, wrap that up, I just want to say, like, all right, I know we differed on Stadium Stampede, but the way I look at it, any style is good if you're a great practitioner of that style. You know, like. John Moxley is a great practitioner at death matches or, you know, blade, you know, whatever the, the, the garbage matches, whatever you want to call them. He's a great performer of doing that. And I think that that just goes to show it doesn't really matter what the style is. You have to, if you're an excellent performer, I'm still going to pay attention. I'm still going to, I'm, Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna like your your act. Well, I, I'm the the stadium stampede thing. Mainly for me was I'm so sick of that. I, I'm sick of the yeah. whole uh, yeah. the whole brawling and garbage wrestling. I really yeah. am. I'm just tired. So, all right, that was halftime. Thanks a lot, Woo-hoo. Lance, for contributing. Thanks, Scotty, for sending me a message. We do appreciate you listening. All right, episode 750 was AEW All Out. You were there live. The episode got, it was crazy plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think it is one of the most commented. I got comments directly. You got comments. We got comments on Patreon. Uh, little Eric, little Eric did that. Uh, we had a bunch. I just people messaged me and saying, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but you said, they said blah 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 to me too. Yeah, I, yeah, they surprising. did. Ironic. And then uh, you said, "Come on, let me talk for the second half, okay? <laughs> Come on, please, <laughs> please let me talk." Uh, so 
Uh, you said something, and, and I got I was excited about the Miro match with Hobbs, and I gave it like four stars, and I don't know what you, you gave it like two two and three two and three quarters, yeah, or something. something like that, yeah. yeah. But Meltzer gave it four and a quarter, and so what do you think? I, all I could think about was you know why did you think it was not that good? The crowd was nuts. They were chanting me yeah. and just, you was there live. What made it different than Mel me and Meltzer's uh, version of it? A couple things I'll say is I've noticed on my own grades, on my own scores, when I'm live at a show, I give it significantly lower scores than I do when I watch it on pay-per-view. And I think part of that for me being serious, part of that for me is I really do appreciate the storyline and the announcers telling the storyline, whether it's Kevin Kelly, Excalibur, whoever. You X. know, I, X, we call him X, but not not with the fans. Uh, but I do appreciate them filling in the blanks. And as I'm watching it live at the arena, I don't get that. And so I think that might be why I'm consistent on the fact that my scores are almost always lower versus watching it on TV. You know, there's a, yeah, there's a deal with, uh, uh, that a lot of people back in the day, I don't know if they do it as much now, but when they would go to a baseball game, uh, they would put, they have a transistor yeah. radio yeah. And, and they would listen, listen to, to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my dad would actually listen to, the St. Louis broadcast, if he was watching it on television, he would turn the TV announcers down mm -hmm. and listen to it on the radio. Yeah. So there's something there. I, I saw his rating, and then I thought the crowd was just nutty. And even John sent us a, uh, sent me a message that he thought, that, you know, I said this on, on the episode 750, by the way, if you want to listen to it. Uh, but he said the crowd was dead until that match, and they were going nuts. Yeah. And I so – I think that's part of it too, as far as Dave goes. For me personally, I saw through it in the sense that it was a boring, bland match. And yeah, it was two <laughs> big dudes beating on each other. But I, I mean, thought I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Well, Dave I didn't thought think it was, there was awesome much too. to it. And I think, you know, the most of the show that led up to that part, I was kind of, it was kind of mediocre to me. It was kind of average. So then at that point, the crowd did all of a sudden, the crowd, I think that, like I said on that episode, I think the crowd was just bored. And they did the. They started doing the meat chants and the meat different, all the different yelling and screaming about the word meat, and that got them into it, and that elevated the heat of that match, and that actually made more entertainment and excitement. And you know, maybe that's why Dave liked it as much. Maybe that's why you liked it as much. But by I, love, that point, I thought it was. I like both of those guys, and I I love watching two big old guys go at it right there, especially yeah. two big old guys with a lot of meat. You know, so it uh, that made me hot for me. And it, it just hot, didn't do anything for me. Maybe so. hot. All right. That, that was halftime. Halftime. All right. Halftime. Okay. I, I stole this game from TESD. I did. I stole this game. It's called Lance's Choice. Lance's Choice, okay? All right. Yep. All right. So you got kind of like Sophie's Choice. Is you're this gonna, like you're gonna have to, Charlie's Angels? No, no. You're going to have to. You, oh. 
Sophie's no. Choice and Charlie's Angels. Where did you get that at? No, Jesus. and it's my choice. It's like no, no. Here we go. So, okay. so right. you know, you gotta, you have to, you know, Sophie's Choice. There's something bad gonna happen. You gotta, oh, you gotta really think of that. So we're gonna start with the first one. Mm-hmm. Your apartment building is burning down, Lance. It's burning down. You have the choice. Mm-hmm. To either save all of your Wrestling Observer issues, include the books, or <laughs> your albums. Which one are you going to do? Oh, it's the albums. That's an oh, easy choice. It's really? An, it's the, yeah, it's the albums. Easy choice because the Observers I could always get online if I wanted to download them again or whatever. So, yeah. All right. Going to save That's his easy. albums and burn a bit. Okay. Sure. There, it would take a couple hours to get all the albums out of here, but... If you, one. your dog, mm-hmm. and the young bucks were out swimming, <laughs> and and young bucks and your dog started drowning, uh. <laughs> which one would you say? Oh boy, you know that Matt Jackson is cute. Ah, uh, yeah, I figured. No, it out. no, no. It's the dog. Come on. You would let two humans die? Of course. You would let it's them my dog. die. That's part of my family. That's my dog. Lance's choice. Lance's choice. All right. We're going to, this is the last one. Right. We're going to, we're going to see what you I say. I thought here. these were going to be sports. So I'm going back to the. <laughs> well, the this one is sports. This one okay. is sports. All right. All right. So for 10 years, which one of these, the Dodgers could be champions or playoffs or everything mm-hmm. for 10 years, or you could have the most successful wrestling podcast slash music podcast for 10 years. Which one are you going to do? Wow. Now that one is actually a choice. <laughs> uh, I think, Man, that's tough. I think I'm going to have to go with the podcast. Oh, well, I you, think, you I know. surprised me surprised there. You on that. Yeah, I think I'd have to go with the podcast because, for one, that would bring you along, you know, so it'd be a, a tandem thing. Um, I think I would go with the podcast because it would be oh. it, like we'd be able to stomp on the Brian Lasts and the idiots of the world that do podcasts and the people that have two followers and people like that. So yeah, for sure. It'd be that. Cause that'd be <laughs> all right. Y'all that was halftime. That was Lance's choice. That was fun, man. Halftime. halftime with the record store i'm his guest uh this week and but i want to say a couple things number one this is the last uh of i want to rocktober this last episode uh this monday here today uh also there was two things i i thought of when i went through all of these albums uh we both of us, and, and I, I'll let you explain what your what you think your reasoning is on it, uh, and whether I agree or not. Is if you look at the dates of all of these albums that were released in these groups, it's we never we never got past our graduation date. <laughs> the um, only album that's past you got your graduation coming up, you got yeah, one is up. one coming up. That's it. Oh that's no, it. I, my number two. What did it say? What was your number My two? My number two is very recent. Your number two, your number two. Yep. 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You, so in rare a, cases, yeah, in rare yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really weird. And, and I I was listening to someone talking about this about all the stuff that we did as kids that that we you know it's not just the nostalgia part of it. It's just like we don't want to lose it. We don't want, and yeah. we're like me and you. I sometimes I look at the stuff that you review on the record store, like the effing monkeys. And uh, I'm going, why is he doing that? But then I started looking at my list, and I'm like, I didn't get out of the 80s. I think yeah. I went out of 85 once, and I – well, the one's the top five. A couple of them are out of the 80s. But why do you think that we just – that is – I mean, that's it. We, I can't uh, – you can't listen to rap music. I can't listen to – I can, but I can't listen to Taylor Swift. I can't yeah. listen to – pop music right now i just not a fan i mean if you enjoy taylor swift go for it i i wouldn't walk across the street to see her (laughs) Uh, but these albums was when i was growing up and really getting into i think that's the key for me yeah i think it's two things like you said it's the it's the soundtrack to those you know wonderful days of our youth it's the soundtrack to that shout out to john mcadam um so it's (laughs) the fond memories of those albums. And then it also kind of goes along with your reasoning for making your list altogether. You listen to these albums and myself too. We listened to them hundreds and hundreds of times Uh, until they became ingrained in our heads. And we knew every lyric of every song because we listened to them so many times. We don't have the luxury of doing that today. We're adults. We have, you know, kids and we have jobs and we have responsibilities. Believe me, I wish I could listen to, you know, the latest release by whoever over and over again until I had it memorized. The Pretenders, new album, which I love. Um, I've probably listened to it maybe three or four times total. But that first album, probably hundreds of times before we got out of the 80s, you know. So I think it's that ingraining it in your head and loving those songs and having the luxury of being able to, we have too much media, whether it's TV, Maybe that's streaming, it. Yeah, movies, I, don't, I don't know. I reading, just, uh, whatever. We have too much going on right now that we didn't have in the 70s and 80s. You know, so I gravitate, hard. when it comes to new music, I gravitate to stuff you cannot understand most of the time, uh, just a heavy, or I gravitate to that, that, to that uh, sound that was Bob Seger, Leonard mm-hmm. Skinner, kind of the, and it's Hootie now. Uh, I, I love listening to him saying, uh, Hootie from the Blowfish, uh, but you know it's just that sound, and it's considered country. But mm-hmm. back then, it wasn't really country. Country's totally different now; it's yeah. almost pop. But yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. There. I really do. Something you've asked many times on the record store that I have an answer for every time that you ask it, and I'm going to give you the answer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you say, "Are they still the band?" Are they still the band, even though they only have maybe one member? Uh, I say yes. And the reason why I look at it like that is I look at the bands almost, you know, if they sound, if they can play the song, Leonard Skinner is a perfect example. No no original members. Uh, They sound just the same, blah, blah, blah. To me, they sound great. They're good. But I also think about this when it comes to a sports team. Like you, you know, your Dodgers are not the same Dodgers you grew up. They got new members, yeah. but they're yeah. still the Dodgers. But that's the yeah. way I look at it. I never have a problem with them getting a, a new guitarist, even with Kiss changing members uh-huh. like they did. They were still Kiss to me, which uh, really going to be fun to see what Kiss does when they said they officially quit, but yeah. 
there may be four new members of Kiss yeah. hit the road they, to play the song. Yeah, so. they've teased that a lot that they're just yeah, going to yeah. keep this going with four different guys. Yeah, yeah. Journey is the band that stands out to me with what you just said because in many cases with these bands, as long as you have the singer, you can replace the guitarist, the drummer. <laughs> But they don't even have the singer, and it sounds like him. <laughs> You'll say, yeah, it's still uh, the Beach Boys because they still have Mike Love or whatever. But with Journey, they have maybe one or two original guys or early on guys. And then that singer, that Arnell Pineda, sounds just like Steve Perry, and they're still calling themselves Journey. So that's an interesting one. But, I, you know, I go back and forth on the subject. It's not, you know... As important. I know, but you ask it a lot, so it was one of those things. And yeah. my third little point for halftime is, I got you a personal question. So, Lance, it's Uh-oh. just it's just me and you here, okay? Right. No Nobody's one else listening. is listening. All right, private. What, if any of these top ten albums have you had sex while listening to? Oh, my number one, for sure. Coming up. <laughs> multiple times, multiple times. <laughs> I would, go with, uh, I would go with uh, Bob Seger in uh, Stranger <laughs> Town. We we've got tonight. I, I think that have. Uh, now we are go. talking. We are talking with sex with other people. Okay, everyone knows. This Let everybody know that show is not for the kiddos. That's right. Here we go. That was halftime, folks. Halftime. <laughs> I want to stop the episode right here and talk about one of our sponsors, Bear. B A R E. That's right. Their tagline is eat better, live better. And I'm speaking from experience here. That's right. The better things you put in your body, the better you feel. These guys are the best meal prep company in Northeast Arkansas because, well, (laughs) they prep all my meals and they don't put any of those artificial flavorings or seasonings in their food. It's just the bare ingredients you see what i did there here's how it works you choose the meals you want in your desired pickup location from their easy to use website your meals are ready monday morning and available for pickup based on the hours of the location they have seven locations right here in jonesboro two in paragol and one in brooklyn Go to bear870.com and place your order today. So here's what I want you to do. Get 15% off with our code STSPODCLUB at bear870.com. That's 15% off and use our code STSPODCLUB. Trust Bear for your meal prep needs in Northeast Arkansas. Eat better, live better. Fair. Are you enjoying the episode? Well, Cash App us. That's right. Dollar sign BTSTS. You don't have Cash App? Download it and get $5. That's right. $5. That's dollar sign BTSTS. Dollar sign BTSDS.
Attention candy connoisseurs, brace yourselves for a flavor explosion at Arizona Bay Candy, your go-to destination for the most unique and delicious freeze-dried treats. Dive into the extraordinary world of flavor at ArizonaBayCandy.com, where every bite is an adventure. Picture this, chili mango taffy that combines the sweetness of mango with a spicy kick of chili, a tropical fiesta for your taste buds that will leave you craving more. But that's not all. Indulge in the dud nuggets, bite-sized delights with a crunchy exterior and a melt-in-your-mouth center. It's a sweet and satisfying nugget experience like no other. Peanut butter and jelly taffy takes you on a nostalgic journey with the perfect blend of creamy peanut butter and sweet jelly. A classic combo reimagined in a chewy and delightful treat. Ready to elevate your snack game? Head over to ArizonaBayCandy.com and explore the full range of freeze-dried treats that will transport you to flavor paradise. Secure checkout and fast shipping make indulging in these unique delights just a click away. Arizona Bay Candy, where flavor meets fantasy. Unleash the taste adventure at ArizonaBayCandy.com. Treat yourself to freeze-dried perfection today. Want a discount? Go to link of all links on our social media accounts and get 10% off all your orders. Pleasure Seekers, get ready to elevate your intimate moments with the one and only Spunk Lube Pure Silicone, the go-to choice for a slick and sensational experience. Introducing the 8-ounce bottle of Spunk Lube Pure Silicone, available now at spunklube.com. It's not just lube, it's an invitation to a world of heightened pleasure and comfort. Picture this, silky smooth, long-lasting, and oh-so-sensual. Whether you're flying solo or exploring with a partner, Spunk Lube. Pure silicone is your passport to pleasure paradise. Let the passion flow as Spunk Lube Pure Silicone intensifies the connection, providing the slipperiest, most luxurious experience you've ever imagined. Go to spunklube.com today. Let's check in with our buddy Sleazy E. This is BT talking about Sleazy E. That's Sleazy E wrestling at Instagram. Let's see what's up with him. On February the 17th, we got TACW and Vino's Brew Pub presents Vino's is War. That's right. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. For a night of violence. Drinks grub and good times the card is smothered and covered in wrestling flavor that's right topped off with an arkansas death match with sleazy e if you're ready for vino's is war give me a hell yeah that's right since a bad cock versus sleazy e in that arkansas death match we have brother versus brother matt williams against morgan williams we have war wolf and many more be there 
February the 17th. That's what's happening. That's what's happening with Sleazy E coming to you from BT. You can go to the link of all links on stspod.club. Link of all links. And Sleazy E has his links on my links. As everyone knows, I love my mama. This is halftime, and uh, I threw you the question. Uh, by the way, Lance's choice was really popular last time. They enjoyed that. We will return to that in, in another episode. But me and you have been AEW fans since day one, day one. starting with the show. Uh, I believe I've watched something from every show since it I actually complete show up until mm-hmm. recently, and I've been fast forwarding a lot of stuff probably the last uh, four or five, six months. And you have, and I want to know in your opinion, here's, here's my opinion. Here's why I'm losing interest. Okay. None of the matches mean anything to me. I mean, you, you'll text me, you should watch this match, which, mm-hmm. yeah, I will, you know, a Brian Danielson match or something like that. But you can, you could just, watch that match you don't have to watch anything around it what's Mm -hmm. going on or nothing it's almost at the point to where in wwe gets like this sometimes but you can go watch the pay-per-views and they'll show you everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and just watch those matches and you can get away with that you have all these weird matchups and you you have a star so many people that's one of my problems too there's just so many people and I keep thinking about this, and you, I'll let you answer the question when I shut up here. But they had the biggest ever show yeah, with Wembley Stadium. And it was almost like they came off that with no momentum whatsoever. Yep. We, yep. we lost Punk. I don't even want to watch Collision unless there is that main event sometimes, something mm-hmm. I watch. Uh, and then the stuff with Punk. And and now it just seems like everything's so loosely put together. The only thing I want to see is who the devil is. And right. I'm gonna be dis I've already told you I'm gonna be disappointed if it's not Adam Cole or CM Punk. Or Punk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I probably neither one of them, but that's what I said. So what's what so, I, and I know you've lost some interest too. You still watch it, but it's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like it's um yeah, like, In the background, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's a number of factors. I mean, we've talked about it. One that you can't escape is how hot WWE has been. And so because of WWE really getting strong creative and strong performances, it's made that number two promotion further in the rearview mirror as far as people caring about it because WWE has caught fire. Um, so that's one. You can't escape that. Um, I think Tony Khan is stretched way too thin, and we have that as a story that's coming up today. Um, he's still got – don't forget, he's still got the Jaguars and that soccer team in England that he runs too. It's like this guy – how can he possibly focus on all of these things? And I think that AEW is starting to slip in terms of his priorities. I think at first when it was this shiny new toy for the first year or so – he put all of his effort and all of his creativity into it. And now I think that it's kind of the reality of, oh, wait, we still have an NFL team we got to run. And we still have this big soccer thing going in England that we still got to oversee. So I think it's pulling him away too much. Um, 
And then the fact that, like you said, we lost Punk, we lost the big stars, the momentum was derailed after the Punk press conference where, you know, he was suspended and injured and all that. There's there's no one guy, you know, like we always say, you need that stone cold, you need that rock, you need that one guy. And they keep going back to the well. Edge is not that guy. Edge is great. I love Edge. Christian I love Edge. I watch everything he yeah. does, but he's Christian, not the guy. So Christian no might one's be my guy. favorite performer this year right now is probably Christian. I mean, so they've got talent. Oh my God, Danielson, Moxley, Swerve. They've got amazing talent, but they're just not matching them up in the right setups. Um, you you know, you're giving excuse. I, I don't think I think we've learned that Tony Khan is not Booker of the Year. Right. He, he you know, and, right. and that's part of it. He's he uh and here's something that it's happened almost every time we Tony Khan in the business is considered a money mark. He has a lot of money. He's spending a lot of money, but he has been successful where other money marks have it. But mm-hmm. we have never had one like this. A guy who just decides he's a huge wrestling fan decides that he wants new toys and he buys a or starts AEW, buys ROH. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, man. There's just nothing. There's nothing like on Wednesday show. There was nothing, even though, you know, there is some matches I will go and mm-hmm. watch, but there is nothing that just says, you got to see this. You got to yeah. see this. Oh, this is, this has got to be what you got to watch. And then his big announcements, it's, oh, yeah. it's been horrible. It's been horrible. All there's right. A, that's our- there's a pre-sale. There's a pre-sale coming oh, in God. London. So two other last things real quick. There's too much product that, that I feel there's too much product. It makes stuff like um, collision to a lesser extent, but rampage for sure is an afterthought. Nobody watches that anymore. Too much product and too predictable on the matchups. Like you can't look at a matchup when you give me a graphic and it says Kip Sabian and Keith Lee, I'm like, come on, obviously, you know, every graphic you see, it's a squash, you know. They, oh yeah. You know, who's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've almost every predictability time. Yeah, yeah. every time. So those well, are they had, a bunch of, they reasons. had this problem for a while. We, and then they, they got away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're right back to it. I All right, guys, we're the, us talking the, about AEW. That was halftime. Lance's choice. So, Lance, you have to choose. You have to choose one of these in each one of them. There's three scenarios. And a shout shout out to uh, tell them, Steve and Dave, and the ants, because I actually stole this from them. But here we go. It's Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. You got a hottie ready to partake the Levine swine, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, John comes knocking at the door. Oh, boy. You look Always. through you look through the key, the little people yeah. and you see that John is crying. Oh, I boy. mean, he's just bawling. Do you do you open the door and you help John? I'm gonna tell you the, the circumstance here. If you help John, well, you don't you know you don't help your, your mm-hmm. hottie that she's that's waiting yeah. on you, or do you ignore John and have sex with your hottie? I have to help John. Oh, oh, there you go, John. I should have got a brandy. Because that can always, the, that is a decades long friendship. Whereas oh. the, the situation with the hottie can always be repaired, I think. There you go. So. Or replaced. So there you go. Or replaced. All right. Okay. Good one, good one. I like that. All right. Here's the second one. <laughs> 
Would you rather be known as the funniest guy ever or the baddest of all badass? Which one are you going to be? Funniest guy ever, because that I can actually do. I cannot be the baddest of the No, you would be. You would be. You'd be Chuck Norris. You could either be the baddest of all badasses or you could be the funniest guy. You you know, you can make George Carlin look like a, a... look like a uh idiot so George because you'd be so funny you'd be so 70 called george Carlin. i know it richard pryor yeah yeah J- jim gaffigan maybe from today uh, uh i would be the who? funniest because that would be entertaining it's always entertaining the, to be the toughest badass that's just not in my character i mean i right. will get into the the scrap every now and then at the store as far as shoplifters good god not in my uh, not in my wheelhouse. I'll, right I'll on. So you you'd rather be that's that's yep, you know I, I think I'm with you on that one too. And I, I you know I'm I don't really like John, but I probably would answer no. the door for John too. Yeah. So there you go. All right, here's the last one. All right, all right. you're at WrestleMania, and you've been waiting to get I've in at WrestleMania. I, I and I, I'll tell you the inspiration for this here in a minute. But you are in, ready to get into WrestleMania. You've been waiting for two hours okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you even have a special vip to visit your favorite diva and we're not going to say she's going to do anything with you <laughs> but just say she is okay because i wouldn't say that Whew. all of a sudden you got to poop so you got three choices lance do you get out of line and you then you have to go all the way back and start all over again. Do you shit your pants? Oh God, no. Or do you just drop trowel and shit right there? Uh, <laughs> so this is all about the shitting my pants. That's my only options here. Uh, no, I would have to get out of line. I mean, that's the only two things. Oh my God. I would have like, because I am a preparer, I would make sure I do my business before I even get in line because that's what we do. Oh, yeah. Prepare. Is that what you're wearing a diaper? Do you know which one of those I would do? uh, You would be shitting your pants for the 17th time this year, I'm guessing. Only seven times, Lance. Only seven. Good God. I'm Maybe sorry, I assigned more of them to you then. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're going to get out of line, huh? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah I'm going to get out wait. of line. Yeah. Uh, the, that came from an inspiration from a Disney story. Apparently, at Disney waiting in line, people are just dropping trowel and shitting on the spot. So there you go. And, yeah. and you know what? Lance is a better human than that. He is a better human than that. Yeah. He's not going to shit his pants either. So he's Obviously. getting out of line. Even never though, have, never will. Even though, yeah. With the, uh, all right, half time. That was half time. Hey, you better watch the video for this yeah. one. All right, here we go. All right, the visuals. <laughs> Wait, all right, here we go. Half time. <laughs> all right, back from commercial. Real quick, this. Oh, I forgot. I almost forgot with the music. We're going to start dun, the music dun, here. Dun, here we go. Dun. The halftime music. I wanted to talk about the C2. That's what I call it, you know, because I'm cool. Insider. Like that. Insider. Uh, insider on yeah. the C2. Uh, I told you, and I've said this on the Shiznit Minute, 
that I came away and you know, full gear was a shitty show to me. And I Fantastic said, show. Yep. and I answered the question, what do you look forward to? And I said, nothing, <laughs> uh, gr uh, grumpy old man on that one. Uh, and yep. so Not yeah, me it was me. Woo -woo. me. Yeah. And, uh, so, so what I did was I, did, I just figured they'd shit the bed on this, but man, <laughs> I have really, really, really enjoyed mm -hmm. this tournament. And I, Here's what I wanted to ask you about it. Why you think there's so much, there's criticism on the net about it being a G1 imitation and all kinds of silly stuff like that. Why yep. can't people just enjoy, enjoy it. the tournament? Yeah. God damn, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's fantastic. It's been really good. I mean, my only, okay, so you're right. The, the main complaint that I think people have is it's a ripoff of the G1. Every Japanese promotion does the G1, basically. Yep, yep, like, yep. all the other groups are doing the G1. Stardom does the G1. Everybody does the G1. I don't know why. I mean, it's similar to people hating on Dave for saying the sky is blue. They want to hate <laughs> on Tony Khan because he's Tony Khan, you know? In this particular... And we'll call it like it is with Tony Khan stuff. But in this particular case, this has been awesome. It's been great matches. Um my only issue going into it was you had guys like Jay Lethal, you had guys like Mark Briscoe, and I know, I know you were on board with those guys. I was. They're the really beginning. good, really Brody good wrestlers. King is another one. So had yes, great you're matches. right. You're right. These matches, guys are yeah. great wrestlers and have had great matches. So my only dispute with them is their legitimacy of being in a tournament for a top contender spot. They didn't belong in there. They might as well have fucking Abaddon in there if they're going to go with that. But the matches themselves, the format has been fantastic. The matches have been fantastic. Um, I love the it's, – it's like a breath of fresh air to have no interference or anything. Nobody can come to ringside. I'm fully expecting the final will have something – you know, some kind of shenanigans will finally happen at that point. But it's been great. It's been fantastic. It's above criticism for me. Um, Me too. Was, I've enjoyed every minute yeah. of it and, and watched uh, both uh, every episode of Dynamite. So it's been yep. two or three episodes and collision. It's something year. I wasn't it doing. It should be so. a tradition. It should be a tradition every December or whatever. They should just do it every time. And, 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 and I know this is not going to surprise anyone, but Brian Danielson has been showing out that match yeah. uh, with Ooh. Mr. Andre. Uh, last that Saturday bloody, night was just that was unbelievably uh, just yeah. a great, yeah. My eye reminded me of Terry Funk, yeah. Uh, but just a fantastic match. There was, there has not been a bad match, and, no. and that's a good thing. And with the guys, I was the opposite. I'm okay with putting guys like Jay Lethal and stuff in it, but but let me just say, what would this tournament be in if you got a guy like Kenny Omega in it? If you got the Young Bucks in it? I mean, as single wrestlers, the the rate, the work rate thing uh, changes. But I have, you know, I love outside interference, but I've enjoyed the difference in this yeah. and where we know there's going to be, this is kind of like, <laughs> Back in the day, Baba done this. He went to clean finishes. And I love the clean finish when we're doing something like this because there's going to be no question. I'm not too excited about a new belt and triple threat, uh, triple crown and all that. Mm -hmm. But I, I have loved the tournament so far. All yeah. right. That was a, that good was stuff. Good stuff. Hot time. Hot time. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. We're going to do uh, five, four, three, two, one. 
We're going to come back with <laughs> halftime. Uh, if you're watching it right now on right now, we will. Uh, you won't hear five, four, three, two, one. You won't hear halftime. We are cutting the feed right now. Go to the main feed or join us on Patreon. Guys, only $5, only $5. Join us bargain. on Patreon. That is a bargain. It is. I'm on a pink 22. I got to remember 22. I'll never remember that now. And do that face. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked you up the first time that yeah. when I did it. it was so funny. Your reaction yeah. was I've been doing it for a while. What am I doing? I'm trying to find a halftime. Half Man, I've been a wreck during this episode. You're like Tyler Rex over there in more yep, ways than Tyler one. Rick. More ways All right. than one. <laughs> All, right. All right, here we go. Wait, wait. Pop in some sound real quick. Here we go. The back of Halftime, halftime. It is brought to you by Spunk Lube. Silicone, the green bottle. Uh, Lance, show them the green bottle. Uh, that's right. To the green. Right there. Oh, yeah, right there. Right there, the yep, green right bottle. There. I want you to go to spunklube.com and order I'm the pushing eight, it to dispense it. Eight ounce silicone green bottle. It's awesome. Today we're going to talk about halftime. We're going to talk about the iron claw. What did you think? Just it, real quick. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Uh, saw it the night it came out. I think you did too, right? I saw it. I saw it on Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So yeah, I saw it the night it came out. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I went into it knowing that there was going to be stuff that wasn't accurate. It's a movie. It's not a documentary, you know? Um, overall, my biggest takeaway was that, um, I thought it was too short. I mean, that was bottom line for me was it was too short because, there were things that were left out and the inaccuracies did not bother me at all. Me, um, me neither. Uh, it didn't it, bother me because yeah. I knew, you know, they, they'd already been spoilers that Chris wasn't going to be included and this, that, and the other. So, and you well, know, the people thing flipping Chris out is, about the flair portrayal and stuff. So right, right. It, Chris the only is, thing that it? bothered me is that it was too short. Yeah. You know? I, I disagree. I think movies should be an hour and 36 minutes and no longer than that, but I did enjoy it. But Chris was not, some people were saying they, they cut the Chris part out as if they cut the video out. They actually mm -hmm. did not. They didn't even write him into it when yeah. they first started writing yeah, it. He was left and out. the video that they did cut, which I feel sorry for him, is MJF, who was <laughs> the executive producer of the damn right. movie. Right. Uh, I liked it. Thumbs up. I'm with you. I did not. As, what I really wanted to ask you was, uh, number one, I didn't have a problem with the uh, – I knew it was a movie. I knew yeah. it was a movie. I went in. There wasn't a lot of people there. It was me and four people, I think. Uh, one guy looked to be probably about seven or eight years uh, older than me. The other the other two or three people that was there, one was real young. So I was just like, what the hell? He was by himself. So I'm talking he was probably – 2021 mm -hmm. uh and I, I i really just wanted to ask them why are you here kind of thing mm -hmm. uh i love the movie i actually loved it uh zach efron is really good at it yeah there was things that i and we went back and forth on this on text messaging there's so much 
you have to not include stuff, but there's so many stories that are not yeah. included in that. Right. Right. I told you there's a major story that never that I know about about the church. Uh, there was rumors that uh, Kevin had run had run over one of those kids in mm-hmm. a big wheel. He ro- he run over him. He didn't hurt yeah. him, but he had run over him. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff, and, and you know I told you I had. I met Kevin Von Eric, took photographs, and he told me he had he was real tore up, messed up. And he told me he had pink eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said it was going to be horrible. Horrible picture because he had pink eye. He wrestled Dutch that night and was stiff as fuck against Dutch. Dutch said that uh, he's he seen birdies because Kevin had hit him so hard. Uh, but I, I think the story of it is as close to the – like Kevin has said stuff like that before. Mm-hmm. I liked all the actors, actresses, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I liked them all. I don't think the guy, I'm a big fan of that guy that played Carrie, but he's got a couple shows that I watch, mm-hmm. but he wasn't big enough to be Carrie. The Ric Flair thing, that's what I want to ask you. Did it bother you? No. It didn't bother me. No. I've seen everybody no. say how horrible it was. It was the was worst like, part of the movie. Yeah, and, oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe that yeah. they let that. And I was just like, I cracked yeah. up. The, I, I, I laughed. I it laughed didn't out bother loud. me at all. But, like, speaking of, like you said, speaking of the actors, I honestly think Zac Efron should at least be considered for an Oscar nomination for that. I thought he was fantastic. He held the whole thing together. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying Fritz too, the guy who played Fritz. Was oh yeah, that's good. what I was going to say. Definitely, yeah, yeah. those he two guys were fantastic good. in those roles. Um, it just like I said, when I complained about it being too short, I don't necessarily mean it should be a two and a half, three hour movie. I think it should have been. I told you, I think it should. Oh have yeah, been yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a ten episode Netflix series or something, a dramatic series, not not a documentary. They could have done a series. And then they could have really, like, I felt like the tragedies were being thrown at you every five minutes. Like, that's how quickly it was moving. And I just wanted time to breathe because they weren't every five minutes in real life. It was. I don't really know. Hard. It felt like that to so, me. It but really I thought it was, like... as a movie, I thought it was well made. Um, I, I still think that people who aren't as familiar with the story will probably really appreciate it. Uh, but those of us who know every intricacy of that story, there's going to be the polarizing, you know, you loved it or you hated it. I mean, I think I lean more towards the loved it. I know you loved it for sure. I did. It was, I was big thumbs up. And I, and I, we talked about this, but I thought the most, you said it felt like it was one of our movies. It was for us. Yeah. Yeah, It was for us. But I told you the odd part of watching it for me was, it, it was, I was there. I wasn't there in, in Dallas, yeah, but yeah. I was the hugest fan of, yeah. of uh, Von Erich against Freebirds. Yeah. And I, by the way, everything in wrestling reminds me of that now. Uh, that's an inside joke. Uh, read the New Observer. But I was, I was there. I was hearing every one right. of these stories. I yeah. was called. I had, uh, you know, I had somebody call me when when David died, and I knew there's a whole different story about David. And and I wanted if you don't get the Observer, just subscribe for one month and read the January first uh, issue. It has World's End review preview of it, but he also goes over the he reviews the Iron Claw, whether you like David Mel- Dave Meltzer or not. He also intertwines the real story mm-hmm. and gives all kinds of stuff. If you don't know the real story, 
uh, Dave was there. He actually was yeah. in Dallas during it. Yeah. And like I said, there's so much. And I will say, I'm not real proud of this, but a group of us, and I think it was the Philly group. I know that's going to surprise you, people from oh. Philadelphia. In Nashville one night, we chanted, just say no to the Von Erics. I, yeah. I want you to know that. So I'm not proud of it, but I was part of it. Too and soon. I'll blame Philly. Too I'll soon. I'll blame Philly. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. That was halftime. Half brought to you by Spunk Lube. The green bottle. Eight ounce. Buy it now. Right there. So it's time for Hector. Hector. That edit gets me every time. All right, all right. In March, Lance and I, what we did was we sat down and we proposed a split brand of AEW and mm-hmm. did a draft day. Here's the things we knew. We we didn't know that they were going to do collision. We had no idea of that. We knew three months worth of wins and losses if we wanted to look it up. Lance was going to be in charge of Rampage, and he was going to probably do two hours, so it would be a full show, kind of exactly what they did with collision. Yep. Uh, and then we did take a look at it uh, after a few months. And Lance was leading by 6% at that time. Uh-huh. So I want to tell the results right here. Uh, and then I'll tell who won, uh, overall won. Uh, Dynamite, I was booking Dynamite. My most yep. valuable player or players was the claim. They had the most wins. <laughs> and the turd of the pick was Punk. Why are you laughing? You, oh, Punk, because he's gone. Punk was a risky pick. I remember that. Yeah, that was my first. No, I said Pac. Oh, Pac. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. But you He's, did pick Punk, and I thought that was risky. It was. That, that yeah. was a horrible pick, too. But Pac yeah. got one point for the whole, Ooh, one win damn. for the whole year. Is he still uh, around? Where is that guy? MVP for Lance was Orange Cassidy, which wrestled 105 matches, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But his turn of the pick, his turn of the pick, there we go, was Jamie Hayter. Oh yeah, out long term out with injury. Yeah, yeah. So and Lance, you did win by sixteen percent. You Ooh, pulled it out in the last. I had a bunch of guys that didn't. Uh, you had a bunch of guys that did perform higher, like you know the Bucks and people like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sixteen percent we picked, and that, like I said, it had nothing to really do with anything. We just had a fun time with it, and that is episode six ninety six. If you want to go back and listen to that. It's really fun episode, and we talk about what we would do. And we don't do a lot of fantasy booking around here, so it was fun to do yeah. it every once in a while. All right, that was halftime. Halftime. Celebrating my win. We're having too much fun with that. All right, back from commercial, back from commercial. Lance, what do we do after the commercial? I think we do halftime. Oh, it is. It's halftime. Halftime. 
oh, we like that too much. We have too much fun on this. I love the edit. I actually text you the subject for today, and I'm going to switch it on you. Oh. Uh, so now, just real quick, because I calling it really, in the ring. I, this is going to be one of those uh, evergreen episodes that may go out in the middle of one week and it may be recorded on the weekends. Cafe, cafe. Uh, so I don't want to ask them because the news may come out already about what we're going to talk about. So here's what I want to talk about. So AEW, did that make a bunch of sense or not? No, Do you, will you no tell everybody? Whatsoever. Remember, no what sense. was that saying that you said about the uh, ribbon the on the car- square? No, the cartoon. Oh, this week it's- is next week's last week. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all listen to Lance. <laughs> Thanks he knows. to Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. So here is halftime. We'll finally get to it. So low ratings on Wednesday for uh, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, also low, low. Did you see the attendance? That's the lowest attendance, I think, that they've had at a Dynamite taping. There was, uh, I want to say 1,100, but I might be wrong there. Wow. Uh, not a lot of people at all there. So Lance. We've talked about this, and I've said, you know, I, I mentioned on one of the shows, Edge didn't make a difference. Uh, who would make a difference? So I ask you, what what's going to make people come to the television show and maybe not really come to the television show because there's still a lot of people watching the show, and they're watching all the big pay-per-views. They're spending money for that. But what's going to bring the people back for live crowds? Is there anybody out there that you would put on the show that could help? You mean a free agent? Is there anybody? Yeah, a free agent. Uh, I mean, let's do uh, something good. What? I mean, it feels like they're lost. It really does feel like they're lost. I don't think there is a free agent, to be honest. I mean, I said before Sasha Banks and you shot that down. I mean, you're right. She's not going to put butts in the seats for sure. Um I think it's the writing. I really do. I think it's either TK is writing everything by himself and he's not leaning on other people that are creative. He needs to bring in some creative storytellers that can come up with some storylines that people care about. I mean, we both agree. There's incredible, talented wrestlers there. Unbelievable talent. So many. Moxley, you name it. You know, Osprey is there now. I mean, so many great wrestlers. MJF as a character. If nothing else, you know, Darby Allen, there's so many talented people there. They need people to put them into storylines that people give a damn about and care about. Um, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. You know, literally the the MJF being gone thing now. I They lost me on the devil thing. That thing just dragged on too long. And it's not even a third as long as the bloodline, which did keep my interest for a couple of years, you know. Um, I think it's the writing. I think it is. I, I think they've got adequate star power. They've got more than adequate talent as far as in the ring. Um, they're just the writing is just stale and boring right now. I really think I I watched some of these matches, and I've said this to you uh, that I, I love the matches. ROH is a perfect example of this, and it happens every week. And I actually mentioned this. We were uh, DMing to the Wolfman there, Dave Wolf. And I said, I, a match has to mean something for me to really get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there has been some, like, ROH has some matches where you go, man, Any back in the day, everybody would have been raving about this, trading tapes for this match, but it don't mean nothing. Nobody's mm-hmm. watching it, and no one gives a shit. Yeah. So the crowd, you can tell, like, the uh, on Dynamite, they had Swerve uh, in the ring, uh, against 
uh, Jeff Hardy, and I thought Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen on Rampage, and I, I started thinking, I said, why did I think those two matches were so good? I cared about I care about yeah. Jeff Hardy. I've been a Jeff Hardy fan forever, and I'm a huge Swerve fan. So what are they going to do? And and I think part of it also is, like you said, I, be, I agree with you 100%. There's got to be that a group, maybe three or four people that do the writing, that write stories for what mm -hmm. they're doing, not just one person. Any one person is going to have a hard time. And, and really, TK, super fan. That's all he is, just like us. Mm -hmm. And we said that at the very beginning. We really support AEW because we felt like it was our promotion, blah, blah, right. blah. One of us, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's one of us. But it's not working when it comes to and this. This storyline with the Young Bucks, easily one of the best tag teams ever, had some of the best matches we've ever seen in the last five years, probably, going back to the ROH stuff. Uh, the, someone needed to tell them, do not do that. It's yeah. stupid. And there's right. nobody, they don't have that person to say, don't do that. It's stupid. You know, and we, I was talking about it on Wednesday and I've talked about it endlessly. The misuse of the Mexican wrestlers, like you, any match that you have Vikingo or Phoenix or any of them, Penta, they're jobbing. They're always going to be jobbing. It's like, you ex it's like WCW, you know, their treatment. It's like Phoenix and Penta should be on top of the promotion. You know, I mean, they just should was be. It, okay, you just mentioned something. So was there, was there even, this is what I noticed too, even though I enjoyed two of the matches immensely. Uh, I loved Edge and Suzuki just because I'm a big yeah. mark of both guys. So right, right. once in a lifetime kind of thing, whoever thought we would see that match and really uh, Jeff Hardy and Swerve, you know, and mm -hmm. so, so was there any match on Dynamite this past Wednesday that you didn't know who was going to win? No, no. See, that is a major problem. That is yeah. a big problem. Even WWE, you know, say I'm not a fan of WWE tag teams, but mm -hmm. all the stuff that they have on on Raw, they you still don't know really who's going to win with those tag teams because one yeah. week one of them will win, another week they'll win, blah blah blah. So they even do that. So I don't know. I they've got to get out of the habit of doing that. So What's, the only match is I thought I really thought the claim was going to lose their belts because they've been pushing mm -hmm. uh, all those other guys pretty strong. But other than that, but I didn't even watch the match. I wasn't. I wasn't even going to watch the match. And I know you don't watch every yeah. – you have it on, but you may not even watch the match. So. The acclaimed, I just I checked out on the acclaimed. I still uh, – you know, I like the one guy, but I – Really? Bowling, you I, never yeah. said that. You I've never, never said anything about that. You know what? I they both are very talented, and uh, I think they need to be away from Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. And I just yeah. – uh, they, they really have – I mean, I really think they got uh, – got a future in the business, but they keep going down this road. I'm not interested in them anymore. Let me just say that. Yeah. I'm not interested. All right, guys, that was, well, half hell, time. that was halftime. Halftime. Look, I'm going to get real serious. Look at my face. Like you're jamming. <laughs> 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 it's sad that we have so much. All right.
it's time for halftime, halftime. I had to change halftime because I think they didn't like your dancing, Lance. (laughs) I had to take that clip out. They they banned it. Let's talk halftime. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that went on last night, Thursday night at the uh, press conference. I know you haven't seen it yet, but you've read Twitter and everything. I don't want to talk about that because you haven't seen I want to talk about something that you did see. Yeah, uh, and I w- I want to talk maybe the last fifteen minutes of Dynamite. I thought the Dynamite show was one of the the best ones they've had in a while. Uh, yep. Well, yeah, they, they've been really in a long time. In a long yeah, time, they've been doing really good. To me, there's like maybe one match on it that I like to watch, but I thought that was a really good show. I thought the ending. Now I, I've told you and texted you and did a couple of uh, things on here about. Uh, okay, okay, be quiet. That's the Young Bucks. I, I do that every time I say the Young Bucks. Uh, but I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of this heel thing that they've been doing. But I absolutely loved the last few yeah. minutes of the show last night. Uh, what was your thoughts on 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 the Young Bucks? This was the complete heel turn. Yeah. So what yeah. was your thoughts on that? I thought the whole thing was well done. I mean, I thought it was pretty clear that Sting and Darby were going to win the titles cuz right, honestly, right. Bill Big Bill didn't need a title on him. He's irrelevant. Ricky Starks, they need to obviously promote him and keep him on the upswing. Uh but I thought it was perfectly done. Uh I thought Sting's two sons looked just like him. That was really weird seeing the two of them at ringside with their just for men dyed jet black hair. Uh, oh, but they're Sting's, huge too. Big boys. Yeah, they were some big, big boys. boys. That's right. And it must have been cool to see their dad, who's whatever, 64 or whatever he is, in the ring still doing his thing. So I thought it was really well executed. I thought the Bucks coming out in white suits, knowing that they're gonna blade Darby. Uh, and then Darby just hit the perfect gusher for it because he oh. got all over their suits and they managed to get the blood just in just the right spots on the front of their suits. I thought it was really well done, a really great heel turn. Well, I mean, they were already coming off as heels. Yeah, yeah, there was already heels, but this this cemented it. It Really drove it home, yeah. I thought it was really well done. I thought, you know, they went a few minutes long just to show even more, you know, how important this turn was, how important the title change was. And not to change the subject too much, but I thought that the the Adam is my match of the year thus far. I know it's only, you know, five, six weeks into the year. I love that match. I thought what it was. was it, it, you broke up a little bit. What was it? Uh, I thought that the Swerve Strickland and Adam Page match was Ex- the match of the year. Excellent match. Very well. And it's weird that you liked that match. I thought about that. I knew it was uh, – it's, it's so a total good. different – it was worked totally different than mm-hmm. the style that you give seven stars to. Uh, but it was really slow paced at front and, 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 you know, Swerve is a different worker than he does all the special stuff. But yeah. if you go back and watch his matches, he's different than the other guys that do everything, uh, yeah. the high flying stuff. Excellent match. Maybe not my favorite match of the year. I don't know. I, was, I mean, that was we're really only good. six weeks into the year so. Yeah. Yeah. Know. That was, I, that was really fun match. Uh, I love the main event just because of what it was. Yeah. In yeah. in the young bucks uh, beating the hell out of the kids, I loved that. I yeah. just I love stuff like that. I but, kept, you know I kept hearing Jr. They don't even work here. I kept yeah. hearing that in my head when they were pulled into the ring. Well, they got in the ring to celebrate with their dad. Yeah, and with that, that's when the bucks yeah, yeah. came out and and annihilated them. So 
And there very were some good, big very boys. Good. Guys, there were some big boys. This was halftime. And if you're listening to it on Sunday and not on Friday, or you listen to it both times, this happens every time right in the middle of an episode that Lance and I are doing. And I put them all together right there for the halftime show, first annual halftime show. Woo. Did I say halftime? Halftime? Uh, the, for halftime. the big game. For the halftime, big game. Big game. Thank you for joining us for our first annual halftime show. Well, during the big game, I hope you enjoyed it. Lance and I enjoy putting these together. Have a great, great day. And as everyone knows what I'm fixing to say, same bad time, same bad channel on the best little wrestling podcast in the business. Be there. And as everyone knows, I love my mama. Don't miss Memphis Wrestling Live next Sunday, February 18th. Don't miss our three-year anniversary Blockbuster Super Bout 3 featuring The Gun Show versus Cruel one-on-one. Plus, special guests ECW legends Tommy Dreamer and Rhino. Reserve your seat today. Saturday, February 24th, Memphis Wrestling returns to Strayhorn, Mississippi for another huge fundraiser benefiting the Strayhorn Band. Get your tickets in advance and save $2. Sunday, March 3rd, is our next free watch party at Dave & Buster's. Watch AEW Revolution with us. It's free. Plus, you'll get a free power card. That's Dave & Buster's in Memphis. All tickets are on sale now. Get yours right now at memphiswrestling.tv. This episode is sponsored by Chiropractic Health Center, your trusted partner in wellness right here in Jonesboro and Newport, Arkansas. At Chiropractic Health Center, we believe in the power of natural healing and the importance of a healthy spine for overall well-being. Life can be hectic and stress can take a toll on our bodies. If you're experiencing back pain, headaches, or just feeling out of alignment, it's time to make a positive change. Step into Chiropractic Health Center, where our experienced and caring team of chiropractors is dedicated to helping you achieve optimal health. We specialize in personalized chiropractic care and acupuncture tailored to meet your unique needs. Call 870-523-2225 to make an appointment today. This episode is also brought to you by Bear. Eat better, live better. These guys are the best meal prep company in Northeast Arkansas. So get 15% off with our code STSPODCLUB at bear870.com. That's 15% off. Use our code STSPODCLUB at bear870.com. Trust Bear for your meal prep needs in Northeast Arkansas. Eat better, live better. Bear.
This episode is also brought to you by SpunkLube.com. Remember, when you're getting funky like a monkey, if you know what I mean, use Spunky. That's right. Go to www.spunkloop.com and tell them STS Pod sent you. You want the best, you got the best. The best little wrestling podcast in the business. All episodes on www.stspod.club. Did you enjoy that episode? Cash app us at dollar sign BTSTS. If you've never downloaded the Cash App app, download it today. You'll get a free, that's right, a free $5 for using the code dollar sign BTSTS. That's dollar sign BTSTS. episode of Shooting the Shiznit. Thank you for listening, and thank you to all our sponsors. A big shout-out to Bob McGee at Pro Wrestling's Between the Sheets. Remember, you can reach us on Twitter at Comic Book Mark BT, Instagram at BT Shooting the Shiznit. That's right, Shooting the Shiznit without a G. Facebook Shooting the Shiznit and Facebook Cool Kids Wrestling and MMA Talk. If we don't like you in that group, first you have to ask to get in. If we don't like you, we'll kick you out. All of the episodes are at one place, and that's www.stspod.club. Podcast Roll Call. Who's Right Podcast. Homeboys Podcast. D3 Radio, my buddies Richard and Josh. My World with Conrad Thompson and my friend Jeff Derrick. Lance's favorite include Nickology, Rock Solid, Playlist Wars, I'm Bad Podcast. Hey guys, remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars.